Hello and welcome back to another episode of the From, From Dawn, Dawn to Dawn, Dawn podcast. We will be your hosts for the current school year and we are excited to dive right into things. This podcast serves as a platform for fellow Dons to get to know one another. From educators to students to school administrators and facility staff, we dive deeper into learning about the faces that make up the Dons community. Hi Dons, today I'm sitting down with our Dean of Academics, Miss B, in order to get more insight on the academic pressure that goes on at Cathedral Catholic. Before school, I used to love the learning process. Now I strive to get good grades in order to temporarily retain information for tests. Where do you believe this problem stems from? And how can we correct this? Well, first, let's handle um, talking about our goals at Cathedral. So we have things called ISOs. So these are our expected uh, results from you. So what we expect a student to be like when they leave us. Um, one of them is to be a lifelong learner. And what you're telling me is you're not <laughs> being a lifelong learner right now, which is kind of sad. So I feel like our graduates need to, to find that love again. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear teachers who are frustrated that the students don't come to class and, right. and want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, my own daughter will go, ugh, class today, class. school today. And yeah. I go, oh, and she ends up having a, a great day, but she's not, she's not rushing, mm-hmm. right? Do you ever feel like that rush of like, love, I'm going to class, here I go. I used to. You used to, but not. <laughs> Maybe not anymore. So I think what we're seeing is pressures on you students. Mm -hmm. And the teachers feel that pressure too. Right. There is not one teacher on campus who wants to have a bunch of bored students in their room. They want you to run in and be excited to be there. They're they're not purposely trying to, you know, torture you. That's That's not the goal. The goal is to love the learning. Okay. So where do we see this? We see a lack of engagement. You guys aren't engaged, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to memorize and data dump Mm -hmm. later so that you can memorize the next thing you need. So that's not learning. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's no engagement there. I think there's a lot of distractions. Yeah, Um, You know, you've got technology distractions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I know it seems lame to give up your phone, but Mm -hmm. shouldn't you? right um you've got your ipad how many people are doing things on their ipad that are not class related so you're not engaged in class right Mm -hmm. you're actively pulling yourself out of class and so now teachers are frustrated and you're frustrated and you're not enjoying it okay Mm -hmm. how many times have you sat in class though and thought why am I doing this yeah what's what's the reason for Mm -hmm. me to learn this so I used to (laughs) teach and I thought oh my kids are just gonna get right. English and like no like oh this is no lifelong problem. skills and then I realized oh no maybe they they should know the purpose for this um, so they would go well, why do why do I have to learn how to write a lit analysis or yeah. why do I have to read a fictional book mm-hmm. um, so these are things you have to engage with students teachers yeah. should be explaining here's the purpose for this right you know and not just a learning objective but why we have to learn it yeah if a student doesn't understand why they're there they don't really want to learn exactly so but then there's also I would say another side of it where maybe it's not so much the purpose but also how do you make it applicable Mm -hmm. to their lives 
Yeah. So have you ever heard someone go, when am I ever going to use this in real life? Every day. Every day. All the time. (laughs) I hear it. Um, And, okay, let's take, I took calculus. Mm Mm-hmm. No, maybe I don't use calculus in my job, but I use a lot of other math in my job. Yeah. My husband strictly uses a bunch of algebra 2 and geometry in his job because he works in home remodeling. Like, he has to have geometry, like, down, right? Right. Um, So... Yes, there are plenty of things here mm-hmm. that are applicable to your life. Yeah. And can calculus too? Yes. Yeah. Maybe what I learned in my calculus class isn't helping me here, but yeah. it's something that I, I learned other things there. Right. Like determination, how to ask for help, blah, blah, blah. Right? Right. So there's a lot of things that you can learn mm-hmm. and feel successful at learning, but you have to figure out where are the distractions coming from. Yeah. I also think there's pressure to get certain grades. I think your parents tell you what grades you need to get. Mm -hmm. And then your teacher's going, no, a B is a really good grade in here. And you're going, a B is not acceptable in my home. Yeah. And and there's this fight there, right? right? Um, And then college acceptances. Yeah. What do the colleges want you to take? Mm -hmm. Okay. But we were talking just right before in the podcast, right? And Mm -hmm. I said, why are you trying to fit yourself to a college? Find the college that fits you. Mm -hmm. But that's scary and unknown. Mm -hmm. And I would say I'm probably the same age as your parents. Yeah. they don't understand that process. Yeah. That's very new and very different. The, totally. the world now for college acceptance is not what it was 20, 30 years ago. Right. So I think there's a lot of pressure just coming down mm-hmm. on you guys, and it makes it where your focus on learning is, is just shifting to, I need to get a grade. Yeah. And that's an external reward right. not an intrinsic the love of learning is yeah. intrinsic i know it shouldn't be the focus it should but it be. seems like it is it is and yeah. so i think that's all the noise that we mm-hmm. have to cut through that's great um so a common rumor among students is that which teacher you're assigned to in the beginning of the year determines how challenging the course will be hmm. do you believe this is true I don't know that I believe it to be true. Right. Here's what I will say. As mm-hmm. as the Dean of Academics, with my partner, Mr. McMurtry, the mm-hmm. other Dean of Academics, we work with teachers to tell them that there is a team collaboration. When they're right. creating a course, they create it together. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, they're writing their syllabus, they're right. creating that together. They're mm-hmm. choosing the text. They're choosing you know, the, the learning objectives. They're deciding what the assessments are going to look like. So we actually mm-hmm. ask them to collaborate on shared assessments. Right. The other piece to that, so mm-hmm. what you're talking about is like the how difficult a yeah. class is. Yeah. What you mean is, is like how difficult is it to get that A, right? right. Um, we encourage teachers to also calibrate grading. So right. in the English department, we used to sit in teams. Mm-hmm. So all the English one teachers would get together and bring an essay. Yeah. and bring the rubric. Now, it was a shared rubric. We were right. all using the same tool mm-hmm. to value whatever this essay was. We'd sit and we'd read mm-hmm. and go, okay, this is what I would score it. And right. somebody else say, well, I'd score it, you know, a whole letter grade above. And we'd right. go, ah, that's too far, right? right. You're within a few points of each other. You go, oh, okay, great. And you're trying to take the, the subjectivity out of grading okay. so it's much more objective, right? Yeah, Especially in a, a subjective field. Right. English can be hard like that. Math, you can say, well, the well, problem's wrong or it's right. Right. 
right? Exactly. So, um, but then you can take even a math class. You ready? Um, a problem. One teacher wants to give partial credit. Right. And another teacher's like, no, you didn't get the right answer. So right. they have to calibrate on that too. What mm-hmm. is the team going to do? So we try to take out that feeling of, well, if I get this teacher, I'm going to have an easier right. time. So we do a lot of work behind the scenes to yeah. try to prevent that. Sometimes I think you guys might bond with the teacher better. Have you ever noticed that when you love a teacher so much, you <laughs> are going to do better in that class? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I if the subject that. matter. Yeah. If it interests you more, you'll pay more attention. You right. Get a better grade. Right. So so sometimes yeah. it's it's how you're bonding with mm-hmm. the person who's in there. Right. You know, you're you're not being taught by robots. No. So Sometimes it's just a human factor, too. Right. So. Yeah, one of the most important things I think I've learned from teachers is, like, going in outside of class is so important to build the relationship. Huge, yes. Talk to them. Yeah. Tell them who you are. Make make it so that they realize, I'm a whole person, and I have interests outside of class. I exist outside of class. Right. I used to find it funny when my students would see me outside of the school day. (laughs) And I go, yes, I do. It. I like, don't I do live exist. at school. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my home. Um, but, you know, it, right. I think sometimes teachers need to see that as That's students right. too, right? So think yeah. about this. You, if you were in my class, I have to remember you have six other teachers right. who are asking for your time. Mm-hmm. And how much time do you really have to give? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not enough, right? And so that's that's also one of the other reasons yeah. why last year we really did that push right. on reducing homework, right? right? So what goes home? Mm-hmm. My theory when I was teaching was... I am not going to send my students home to do right. the most difficult tasks mm-hmm. away from me. Yeah. Why? Hard tasks are done with me. Yeah. So why would I send you home when you're yeah. alone and you have no help? That's so true. So those are the things that we ask teachers to think about all yeah. the time. That's a great philosophy to blend into school. <laughs> I would hope so. Thank you. I love it. Um, moving on, let's dive into Dead Week. <laughs> so it's commonly known that the Dead Week is the week before finals. Um, it's in order to give students the time they need to study. Speaking for myself, I haven't really experienced a full Dead Week of no like tests or quizzes since my freshman year. Do you think this is something could be resulting in like more challenging cra- more challenging classes sophomore and junior year? Partially, there are also some decisions that have been made along the way right. that have probably changed that experience for you. Mm-hmm. So, we almost call them more dead days than yeah. dead week uh, because you know the red gold split can right. affect a teacher so if you do the whole week and mm-hmm. now you're off a red gold that really upsets us man you yeah, know? I know you the start on the red you end on a red on a week and then you're like ah, you know What's now happening? I did too many dead days whatever yeah it just feels off right mm-hmm. and we're always counting how many days of instruction we have okay so we've kind of taken more of an approach of dead days so probably about four Mm -hmm. prior to the week of finals Mm -hmm. so that's why you haven't experienced maybe a full week right we also heard from some teachers that students would sit during review days Mm -hmm. and not actually take advantage of yeah and 
that was frustrating mm-hmm. for them. So, you know, part of it is we've changed where there's no assessments that week. Right. You can continue to instruct mm-hmm. and have review time and all of that, yeah. but no assessments. Why would you give an assessment the week, week before, before the you're final. going to give an assessment? <laughs> that just seems like a lot of grading for me, Yeah. and I don't want to. Totally. So, you know, I'm just going to spend all my time on that final assessment. Right. Okay, then we've also talked mm-hmm. to teachers about giving more authentic assessments. Right. In an English class, it didn't always make sense to take yeah. an objective, multiple-choice test. Yeah. I want them to write a paper, or mm-hmm. I want them to do a research project totally. and do a presentation. So because we've changed what finals look like, right. there's less of a need for that final review. Yeah. They may be more work days because mm-hmm. you have a project due the day of the final. Okay. Or, you know, there's presentation days right in those final days so that's why dead week probably doesn't feel the same Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd also encourage any student to go to a teacher where there is going to be um, either a cumulative final exam or a unit exam some teachers went to just unit exams because they wanted to have more time for teaching instead of I'm gonna rush through these units and then try to do a cumulative review yeah I said well I don't want to do that yeah (laughs) I encourage yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. Just do a unit exam yeah. then, right? Exactly. But for for students, I think it's good to tell those teachers where, right. you know, maybe it's math, maybe it's mm-hmm. science, right? Those are more test-heavy classes, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. To say, hey, I could really use more review. Right. Are we blocking out days for that? Right. And that's that's a way for you to communicate. So you said mm-hmm. it's a good idea to go and talk to your teachers. Totally. It's always a good <laughs> idea to talk to your teachers. You know, they need to know what you're dealing with. Right. They need to hear that you're stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day I saw a teacher and she goes, I just noticed the student leaving my, my classroom. And he was talking about how things are going to be turned in late and he was frustrated and and she yeah. goes, you look exhausted. Are you not taking care of yourself? Yeah. And and I think we do look at you guys. We right. see you. We see you struggling. Mm-hmm. We see you not smiling. Mm-hmm. We see you tired. Yeah. Um, especially our seniors right now, first semester. <laughs> you <laughs> thought it was going to be easy and people <laughs> lied to you. All the <laughs> lies. <laughs> we could all do a whole podcast on that alone. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's that's the the sad part right. is we can see you guys wilting, right. and we don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we sit here and enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want you to want to be here. We want right. you to sit in the desks and be excited and smile at us and love to do the math problem. Yeah, love to do the science project. Love totally. to write the essay in English. We mm-hmm. want you to love all of it. I miss that. I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. No problem. I appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. Anything you want to add or do you think you have all of your points? Oh, uh, I think, I don't think there's so much to add here. Right. Um, I think I would just encourage students to speak up. Come right. talk to us. Talk to Whether, us. you know, Mr. McMurtry, myself, mm-hmm. department chairs, teachers, yeah. counselors, talk to everybody. Tell us how you're feeling. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Back Dons, today in our academic pressure series, I'm here with Ms. DeSantez to get a little insight on how she prepares her class for finals and diving into dead week and feeling that academic pressure. So my first question to you, Ms. DeSantez, is what do you feel drives academic pressure? Do you feel students are motivated by their 
own drive to succeed or pressure from parents? Do we actually want to love the learning process? It's kind of a multi-tiered question. Yeah, um, I think it's a lot of things. You know, I think on one hand, everyone wants to do well and prove themselves both to like yourself and other people. Right. And so I think we create our own pressure on ourselves to perform well. Mm -hmm. um, I do think, you know, compared to when I was in high school, the college process and just applying is so much more um, stressful than it was right. when I was applying. You know, it's it seems nowadays freshmen come in and they're mm -hmm. already thinking about colleges they want to go to. Right. They're already trying to get involved as many extracurriculars as mm -hmm. possible. You know, they're hearing rhetoric that they need to get 4.0s, 4.6s, all of that. And so, right. you know, high school seems to have this kind of idea now that it's about just getting the good grades to go to college. Right. And so, you know, you get that from your peers, you mm -hmm. hear it from teachers, you hear it from parents, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think social media has a big part in it. Totally. I don't know what you see, like, on your oh, social yeah. media. I mean, but there's so many pressures that are like, oh, I got into college with this GPA yeah. and these extracurriculars. And it's kind of like, if I don't follow that, like, mm -hmm. it's kind of un undecided. Right. Like, I've seen, there's this one girl on TikTok, I think she was sharing her essay that got her yeah. into Harvard, and which is good. I think it's good to show people right. that, but then it makes the student feel like, okay, that's not me, so right. I don't measure up, and I'm not going to be able to get into Harvard. And totally. when I was in high school, Facebook had just started becoming a thing. Okay, yeah. So, you know, way back when. <laughs> so, we didn't have TikTok and Snapchat yeah. and Instagram, so there wasn't as much great comparing and this right. idea of competition. And, you know, my parents didn't really start talking to me about college until maybe end of sophomore year, junior year. Yeah. So I had a chance to kind of enter high school and enjoy high school for being high school. Right. Um, and so I, I feel bad for my students now because yeah. they're just little stress balls. I know. I wish I could, like, de-stress. Yeah. But I'm always focused on, like, how's this assignment going to affect my chances of getting exactly. into a good college. Yeah. Um, and it's less so, like, how can I do well in this assignment because I really enjoyed this book. Right. It's just I need to get an A because... I need to keep my grades up. Right. And I think it turns education less into loving learning mm -hmm. and, you know, enjoying being scholars and more about just doing well to get to the next thing. Right. Yeah. Finals can be additionally very stressful yeah. time. Um, what are some activities, any special assignments you do, you do during Dead Week to prepare your students for finals? That's a good question. Generally, I try to treat Dev Week as review week, so right. making sure that my students are um, just, they feel really solid on their writing skills, because mm -hmm. usually I give in class essays, as you remember. Yes. <laughs> so it's usually reviewing, like, this is how we do thesis statements, let's right. look at your past essays, um, because, you know, finals aren't about um, something new. It should be kind of a culmination of the skills you picked up over right. the semester, and so I try to just reinforce my students like you know this you mm -hmm. have the abilities because mm -hmm. I want them to be confident going into it totally. um, but besides that I try to give them time to work on other work because right. I know they have six other classes in addition to mine um, and I try to build in like some mental health check-ins especially during finals week maybe yeah. give them some coloring pages just something to let them check out for a bit because yeah. your brains are always on like you must yeah. be exhausted it's so like amazing to have a teacher that understands oh, mental health and like knows that students need to like de-stress mm -hmm. and like I know I remember like the mental health check-ins yeah. meditation can be so important yes definitely yeah, yeah like those things are so key yeah um 
do you have any other tips for de-stressing for finals? Any like preparation methods that you would go in from your time as a student? Yeah, I mean, for me, everyone has methods that work for them. Right. And so it's not the time to reinvent the wheel and right. try out some new study hack method. Generally, when I was studying for finals, I would do maybe like, depending on what subject, mm -hmm. work for 30 minutes and then take a 10 minute break. Mm -hmm. um, you definitely want to go outside, go for a walk. Right. Um, I played piano, and so I would take breaks and just play piano. Just something to That's give nice. your brain a break. Yeah, totally. um, And, like, physical activity is really good. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if it means going for a run or, like I said earlier, a walk or just right. something that gets your endorphins going mm -hmm. because you can get in, like, a very stressed, yeah. focused state of mind. Um, and then, honestly, just remind yourself that this is a review of your whole entire semester. Right. Like, you've learned this material. You've mm -hmm. been tested on it. Um, you know, it's not, you don't need to like reteach yourself anything. Right. Just it's try to review you what know. you know. Yeah. yeah. I remember, this is like a funny side story, but I'll tell you. Anyways. Totally. Go when ahead. I was in high school, one of my religion teachers, because I went here, yeah. but she doesn't teach her anymore. Um, she was trying to teach us new study strategies at finals right. week. And she said something you can try is um, like smell memory. Oh, so you study with like a certain scent with you, yeah. like, um, like a candle or something. And then you bring that smell with you to your final exam oh and it's God, supposed to trigger cool. like memories and I didn't do it because like I'm, I'm fine yeah. but this one kid <laughs> I swear he showed up and he pulls out a can of Axe body spray <laughs> oh. it was so bad he puts it on the table and we're no. taking our test and you can hear this kid just sniffing the Axe, Axe body, body spray and he's like it's not working oh <laughs> my god so but it's just probably sort of, like, what? what are you doing? <laughs> so um, that's why I say, like, don't try don't, it something yeah. new. Like, just do what works best for you. Right. Like, if you're a study guide person, do a study guide. Yeah. Like, you don't need to yeah. smell Axe body spray. Try so. not to wait till the last minute. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't. The five minute before the test cramming. Like, yes. if you don't know it by then, you don't. You just, that's a good time to breathe. True. Maybe. Yeah. Could do a little meditation. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining of us. Of Santos. We love your input on the podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hey Dons, we are here with Kat and Grayson, both sophomores here at Cathedral, and today we're talking about academic pressures. So now that we're getting closer to finals, are you guys feeling like more pressure? I mean, yes, because obviously, you know, you got to keep grades high for finals, but also there's a little bit of ease because most of my finals are like projects or stuff that I have to present. So it's not an actual test. It's kind of so you'd rather easier. have a project than like an actual final. Me too. To an extent, yes. Um, How do you feel like that? Personally, I feel like I need to do good so my grades don't drop, which will affect my GPA, and I want to like make my parents proud. I also like want myself to have good grades for myself, like as a student, instead of making my parents proud. How do you guys prepare for your finals? I study a lot, um, make sure I turn in like all my missing work, so if my final like does affect my grade, it won't affect it a lot. And but how do you study? Go over my notes and like study everything that I learned, like that unit. What about if it's like a cumulative final? What do you do? Go over everything that I learned. Oh, okay. Does that work? Do you like yeah, <laughs> everything? Like, you just remember it? No, and I like do like quizzes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Oh, like self quizzes. Yeah. And Quizlet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Grayson? What about you, Grayson? Yeah, I kind of do the same thing. I try to turn in missing work or stuff that's kind of lower. Try to get extra credit on whatever I can, and then. I just, yeah, study, look back at old notes, quizzes, tests, what I did right, what I did wrong, and then try to apply that. 
do you guys feel like your teachers are like a tool to help you like cope with your stress or do you feel like they add pressure I feel like it depends on like what teachers because some teachers will help you out in every way like telling you like there's extra credit that you can do and all this like stuff that you can study and some teachers just give you like all this work and don't tell you anything and you just have to like do it yourself but for so the most part they like help you so do you feel like a dead week helps or not I don't think dead week helps at all I get more work during dead week than I do Really? Like usually. Yeah, I have like yeah. A, I have like a couple tests next week. I'm learning a unit. Really? I'm literally learning a new unit in math. So math like next week. Me. Yeah, dead week like doesn't exist. Is next week dead week. Yeah. yeah. You guys should actually Ooh, talk so about nice. that. You should say yeah. Not, nice. not just does it help, but like our teachers adhering to it. Yeah. yeah. Teachers don't. Except follow. for my doctor. My teachers <laughs> don't care at all. You're getting a feature in this podcast. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you're getting yeah, all of this that you're saying right now is in the podcast. You're staying here. Okay. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, they don't stay true to Dead Week, and they just kind of, like, I'm learning Honestly, a new unit. Honestly, it's worse. Dead Week's yeah. worse. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called Dead Week. <laughs> no. What are some tips you guys have for the freshmen this year when I'm taking finals? Um, just kind of study, look back at all your previous test quizzes. If you have anything you need help on, ask your teachers. Turn in missing work. Get all your grades as high as possible before finals. I also agree. I also think like putting your phone away actually helps a lot because that distracts me a lot. And also, like try to take time apart from friends. Like, like, but like also having that hanging out with them. Yeah, having the balance of like school versus friends. Because if you're all you're doing is studying and like packing it all in, you're gonna stress yourself out. If you only study, you're just not. It's not gonna benefit you. You need to have a balance so that information. Go. <laughs> yeah, but don't like spend too much time with friends because like that can like distract me. That's why I said have a balance. Uh, yeah, she said have a balance, healthy balance. <laughs> yeah, she said have a balance. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> said that. Yeah, that's what I said. that. Do you guys think that doing good on finals is for like your benefit of learning or just to get get good grades, like for college? I think mean, kind of a mix of both because like certain lessons that teachers put out are useful. They do help you learn, but a lot of the tests and stuff especially finals kind of just they just want you to get good grades and then you start to feel that pressure too that you just want grades you don't actually learn anything Kat do you have anything to add do you feel like they actually want you to like learn and grow or do you feel like it's more just like get the grade get the grade book and then I feel like my teachers want me to learn and grow but sometimes they teach at a fast pace which makes me like just do it out of memory. Are you, are you guys in a lot of like honors classes or anything like that? One honors. English. Yeah. I think we're all in English. English yeah. honors. Squad. Adding on, like, I want to learn, but sometimes, like, when we're moving such a, like, at a fast pace, I just think of like getting my work done, turn it in, and go to a good grade. And just like get it over with. Not actually. Yeah. Not to learn. Just you to don't actually, like, most of the time, remember it. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't. Like anatomy, Ona, the radius. Alright, we're gonna closing. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next episode. Roll on! Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of From Dawn to Dawn podcast. Show notes are posted below for this episode. Be sure to check out El Cid online for more news, updates, and all things red and gold. Always remember, once a dawn, always always a dawn. dawn.